Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. as well as the rest of you. Welcome, 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 and thank you for returning back. But do we have any new folks in the audience today? Any visitors? <laughs> Not you, you don't count, Matt. No one else? Okay, well, if you are out there, we share our love. If you're online virtually, we share our love with you, and we thank you all who are returning virtually as well. And now for our announcements. 
We are having a brief fellowship gathering today, as long as the Michigan weather permits, outside in our church backyard, okay? The Monday Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. Our Bible cl study class is one Wednesday at 1 p.m. on Zoom. And we also have our Wednesday meditation service at 7 p.m. this week. It will be only on Zoom. So anyone who is used to coming in, it's only on Zoom this week. But that's pretty cool. It's very good on Zoom. So please join. September begins a busy fall season at our church. So let me get ready because there must be more that I need to pay attention to here. You can't hear me? Is that better? Okay. Thank you. I love the interaction. Keep put it to my chin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we are having a world day of prayer service on Wednesday, September 8th from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. It will be in person and on YouTube like we do on Sunday. The next women's group meeting will resume on Sunday, September 12th at 2 p.m. on Zoom. And we'll go back to the first Sunday of the month in October. Critical conversations. Again, this will be another Zoom event, and the meeting resumes on Monday, September 13th, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., and will be on the second and fourth Monday of the month. The next online Zoom class, entitled The Universe is Calling, begins Tuesday, September 14th, and ends November 2nd. It will be on Tuesdays from 6.30 to 8.45 p.m. And the purpose of this class, just really briefly, is it delves into deeper understanding of prayer, something we can all use, right? Yes. God consciousness, interpersonal communication, and spiritual living. So to sign up for the class, please email our Reverend Kelly at seniorminister at unityfh.com. The book, The Universe is Calling by Eric Butterworth is required and is available on smile.amazon.com, okay? If you haven't signed up for smile.amazon, please do because proceeds go back to the church. On Zoom, family trivia game night is on Saturday, September 25th at 7 p.m. I hear that's the place to be, guys. Volunteers are needed for the youth ministry, tech team, community outreach, outreach, and also for this position here, I'm willing to share platform assistance, okay? And for transportation assistance as well. To help with transportation assistance, please email Reverend Kelly, okay? And again, I'll give her, we review her email address a lot in here, so I'm gonna do it one last time at the end. To become a volunteer or for more information regarding our activities, classes, group meetings, events, the Veterans Outreach, or our next door page, please visit our website, unityfh.com. To sign up for email blast, fill out the form on the bottom of our homepage. They have a lot of good stuff that comes through there. If you would like to become a member of Unity Farmington Hills, and we would love for you to join us, or update your membership if you haven't done that, you still have time this year, please fill out the membership form under About Us on our Unity FH homepage, okay? UnityFH.com homepage. Prayer request may be placed in the may be placed in the prayer box right outside of the sanctuary, right outside this door, 
or email to our prayer chaplains. We have one right here, um, Roxanne Berry and Eileen Lindbergh. Forgive me for charging my head, not my heart, Eileen. And we thank them for our sacred service and to our, spirit, to our spiritual community for your sacred service. Thank you, Eileen. This concludes our announcements for now. And now, as we listen to our team, I'm gonna ask that we pray up uh, Reverend Bonnie today and also hold Reverend Kelly in light and prepare on receiving a beautiful message from our, our visiting minister, Reverend Bonnie. She, we'll be starting by singing Surely the Presence and let us open our hearts and mind to hear the daily word and our, our opening meditation. Thank you, you've been great. Daily word for today, Sunday, August 22nd, 2021, is inspiration. And if you'd like to close your eyes and hear the daily word, feel free to do so or feel free to read along. The affirmation reads, I move in harmony with the creative flow of inspiration. I'm going to affirm that. One more time, or two more times, and I would like for you to repeat after me. I move in harmony with the creative flow of inspiration. I move in harmony with the creative flow of inspiration. And the message reads, sometimes I feel inspired by the words of others, and sometimes I am inspired more by action. Today, I take my inspiration from the story of Charles Fillmore 
a businessman who marveled at his wife's complete healing from serious illness. This prompted him to embark upon an intense period of prayer, meditation, and study that led to the founding of, in 1889, of Unity, which has become a global spiritual community. I take this story to heart and find my inspiration in my feelings of awe and wonder, love, or even healthy curiosity. Feeling an awakening of inspiration within me, I center my awareness in God. Divinely inspired, I move in harmony with creative flow that blesses the work of my mind, heart, and mind, and hands. And the scripture for today comes from Job chapter 32, verse 8. But truly, it is the spirit of a mortal, the breath of the Almighty, that makes for understanding. So let us gently close our eyes to prepare for meditation. Take a deep breath. Release. I invite you to gently close your eyes with me. Take a deep, deep breath. One more deep cleansing breath. And now allow your attention to float down to your heart center. And just tune into a feeling of peace and quietness. And just release the busyness of the day, continuing to take deep, slow breaths. Exhaling deeply. I invite you to breathe in love. And as you exhale, exhale, I release and let go. And just continue to breathe in love. And exhale, I release and let go. Now just sit in that vibration of breathing in love and exhaling, I release and let go, just for a little while. Allow your body to relax in the flow of your breathing, knowing that in this moment, you are filled with the presence of God's love. And as you exhale, you release anything that blocks you from feeling it. And now, 
Take one more deep, deep breath, breathing in love, and exhale deeply. I release and let go. And gently open your eyes. And now, let us read the statement of being. Let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and in one presence, one mind, one power is all. This that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am one, one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now, let us affirm our growth affirmation. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate, spirit-filled world. And now we're going to have our first special song. So we have a little bit of an old school feel to our opening of the service. We started in the late 60s. Now we're going to move to 1970 for this next one. together and we'll get it all done someday when your head is much lighter someday yeah walk in the rays of a beautiful sun someday when the world is much brighter Beautiful sun Someday when the world is much 
much brighter La 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 Together and we'll get it all done Someday when your head is much lighter Someday, someday, someday Someday, yeah Walk in the rays of a beautiful sun Someday when the world is much brighter Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier Ooh, child, things will get brighter excited to be here and I'm happy to be here. I'm excited because I have come to love Unity of Farmington Hills. I know and love many of you and through Reverend Kelly I have just fallen in love with you. And so uh, it's, it's just a warm, warm, loving feeling. Uh, I'm Reverend Bonnie Gardner. <laughs> And I want to thank you. I want to thank Unity of Farmington Hills, and I want to thank Reverend Kelly for this opportunity, because it is an opportunity to serve, and I'm very, very grateful. I also want to acknowledge my family. I don't see my daughter. She was supposed to be here, but I do see my husband. And, uh, but you also, oh, there she is, also are my family as well. Take a brief moment. I'm a... Uh, uh, 2018, uh, uh, I graduated from Unity of Ministerial School, 2018, and I am on the ministry team of Transforming Love Community in Detroit, which is where I met Reverend Kelly. So, I'm excited about what, we're, what we've been studying, and we have been studying the Beatitudes, and um, we also have what we call a recap. The past few weeks is what we call it. The past few weeks, we have been studying the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes, uh, well, actually the sermon, Sermon on the Mount, is Jesus's greatest and most powerful sermon. 
but the Beatitudes is our focus. So, chapter 5 is where the Beatitudes are. So, Jesus had four ways of teaching. He taught through precepts, parables, miracles, and example. The Beatitudes are precepts. They are concise spiritual statements of truth. And so, their attitudes of being, I love it. Who would have thought? Who would have thought be attitudes? Be. We are to be these attitudes. Jesus was not telling us what to do. He was telling us what to be. But these Beatitudes are states of consciousness within the mind, within our mind. And so we have to process that level of consciousness by moving from our human level of consciousness to our spiritual consciousness in order to benefit or to receive the blessing of these Beatitudes. So... We have been observing the first two scriptures of the Beatitudes each week because there's a, a nugget of wisdom in those first two. And so what we see is the process that Jesus is teaching us how to move from our human consciousness to our spiritual consciousness. But it's written in this text. I'm so grateful for unity because we have metaphysical understanding that gets deep, that takes us deep into what these scriptures are really teaching us. So the first two uh, scriptures, he saw the crowds, Jesus did, gathering. He went up the mountainside, sat down. And the disciples gathered around him, and he began to teach. What this means metaphysically uh, is that the the crowd represents our thoughts. And him going up the mountainside represents him going to prepare himself for higher consciousness, to move into that state of being. Sitting down on a rock was him anchoring himself anchoring himself in that preparedness. And the disciples really love this metaphysical interpretation because the disciples represent the 12 powers in us. The disciples gathered around him. There are 12 powers, you see. And what they do is quicken your consciousness. They launch you into that higher consciousness. They are your super attendants. So we have observed this process, and so we have been practicing this, Reverend Kel, and we have been practicing it each time. We've gone through six through uh, eight of the Beatitudes. Uh, We've done the poor spirit that leads to mourning. Mourning leads to Morning, let's see, point spirit leads to morning. Morning leads to, I I get that every time. Uh, 
The poor, I, I can read it. <laughs> I can read it. The poor in spirit leads to mourning. Mourning leads to meekness. Meekness leads to those who are thirsting and right, thirsting and hungering for righteousness. Right, thirsting and hungering for righteousness leads to the to the merciful. The merciful leads to the uh, pure in heart, and the pure in heart leads to where we are today, which is the peacemakers. So, Jesus demonstrated this shift in consciousness, and so we, too, will practice this now. It's very simple. It's very simple. And so, we can affirm this together. Take a deep breath. I decrease in human consciousness and increase in spirit. Again, I decrease in human consciousness and increase in spirit. Breathe that in deeply. And now that we have prepared ourselves and anchored ourselves in consciousness, we are ready to move to the seventh beatitude. And the title is Blessed Are the Peacemakers. I have a story, my own personal story, with this because I had to actually go through this process myself over the past two weeks. I wondered, I said, I've got to, uh, when I was doing my research for, for my talk, I said, I want to get to the nitty-gritty of what a peacemaker really is. What is a peacemaker? And just as I was preparing to do that, we had a storm. A storm that lasted for days. The storm flooded my basement. And after the storm, we lost power. We lost power for days. And when we lost power, there was no phone, no cell phone, no internet, no computer. Of course, I didn't have a regenerator, but I'm going to get one now. <laughs> I'm going to get one now, you know. I wasn't prepared for that. So on top of that, I have two elderly pets that we had to take care of. One is 17, so you know. So anyways, my family and I, we huddled together, we lit candles, and I noticed something. We were at peace. We were at peace. We were happy in our spirits. We were there together. We prayed. We prayed. Even my granddaughter, we prayed. And it occurred to me that peace, the peacemaker, being peace, I had to live it. I had to actually live being peace because I did have a choice. I had a choice to be wrapped up in that chaos and worried, or I could anchor peace. And I'm understanding now from our study of the Beatitudes that 
that tendency to worry was coming from my human consciousness. But peace is something that you have to choose. You have to actually choose it. So what I'm finding out is that uh, if you ever have a situation where you have chaos all around, we have the access to this knowledge. We have access to this wisdom to call on peace. Peace be still. And that is exactly what I had to do to go from one point to the next. Because believe me, there were things that continued to happen. There was a massive cleanup. The food was spoiled. In all the, in all the refrigerators and freezers. So that, seeing all that and being able to hold on to, not hold on to your peace, but just to be peace. Because there's a difference in holding on to peace and being peace. Unbothered, what the young folks say. Unbothered. So this led me to ask myself, deep within myself, I said, am I reconciled? Reconciled, huh? To be a peacemaker. And what is reconciled? A peacemaker actively seeks to emulate Jesus, the Prince of Peace, and he reconciles right relationships with God, with himself, between others, you know, and with others. Reconcile. That's a lot of work to do. So peacemaker vigilantly seeks the truth of Jesus. And how does he do this? He does it with the two greatest commandments. Love God with all your heart and soul and your neighbor as yourself. This scripture that's in the New Living Translation, 5-9, which is blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who work for peace, for they shall be called the children of God. Hmm. Work. What do you mean? I said, work. You know? Reconcili uh, uh, reconciling all manner of relationships is a work. Every relationship is a work. Not only are you up, is a peacemaker reconciling himself with God, he may be doing other things like spreading the gospel message through Jesus. Reconciling, uh, just having a peaceful attitude and maintaining that attitude. Honoring others. Speaking up in love. That's just to name a few. I love what Emmett Fox shares in his book about uh, the work of a peacemaker. And I can find that right here. Uh, he says, 
the true work of a peacemaker involves the dedicated practice of aligning with God, aligning with God through prayer. Because prayer is the only real action that changes one's character. When I read that, I was really, really taken in deeply. Because he also said that once you go, you deal with meditation and prayer and develop this, you're developing your spirit, you're maintaining your spirit, you change forever. You don't go back to the way you were. You're not going to be triggered by the way you were. You've moved. You're growing in consciousness, you see. So I loved, loved, loved reading that. He also says that the true work of a peacemaker involves the dedicated practice of aligning yourself with God through prayer. And dedication, dedication, not today or next week. Dedication, moment by moment, is what that means. You can pray always. <laughs> so being rooted in spiritual consciousness is that real change, that change in character, or that change in soul uh, that we go through as peacemakers. Peacemakers aligning their hearts with the mind of God. Once you align your heart with the mind of God, reconciliation comes through the authority of the Holy Spirit. How wonderful is that to know that God is working with you at all times in your work of reconciling. Actually, you're just placing yourself. God is doing the work. Your heart and mind, and I will speak on that heart and mind because that heart has to be pure. It cannot be defiled. And that's what Reverend Kelly covered last week. Blessed are the pure in heart. The pure in heart, all of that stuff, it houses your subconscious, houses all of the bitterness, all of the unforgiveness, all of everything, and it's been held there. Trauma, eons ago, lifetimes ago. But the work of reconciling, of meditating, of dedicating yourself through prayer brings that up and out. It transmutes. It transmutes. Once again, you're dedicating yourself. You're aligning yourself with God. And it's just like, I would say, when you put a pot on the stove and, and that steam just eases up out of there. And you look at the pot a little bit later, and if you don't watch it, it's going to be dry. That's what happens. And so that work, can you see how these beatitudes are connected? 
there would not be a peacemaker if he was not pure in heart. So the work is null and void unless he has achieved that status. But we're so grateful that by grace, we can work to get there. We can work to get there. So, again, I have another scripture, and that scripture is Mark 33 and 43, excuse me. And I really liked reading this one because, let me find my little note, note there on that. Uh, uh, Jesus calmed the storms here. He calmed the storms. He was crossing the Sea of Galilee with his disciples, and a storm, turbulent storm, came up. It came up. He was asleep. He had a pillow in the back of the boat, and he was asleep. And they said, oh, we got to get him up. We got to get him up because we're going to die. We're going to surely die. This water is coming in this boat. We have no choice but to get him up. Who's going to do it? And they start sliding. And so finally somebody said, Master, Master, the storm is going to kill us. Don't you care about us? They were wracked with fear, wracked totally with fear. He raised up. He looked at them. And he said, peace, be still. Peace, be still. Not only did he steal the storm, he stilled and calmed the fear that was racking those disciples. He calmed it down. He hushed it down. He hushed it down so well that they were like, what manner of man is this? They were astounded. But what he was doing for them was demonstrating. They are disciples. And so we understand with what's going on with the disciples that we too, they, they were human too. They weren't perfect in that sense. They were growing in consciousness, just like us. And that is why these Beatitudes are so powerful because they help us to go beneath that, those, the words biblically and to understand what's really, really happening here. We're growing in consciousness. When I read that uh, uh, about the boat, I actually envisioned myself on that boat for a moment because when I had a storm, when I was losing all things in my home, this is what was happening. I had a choice, and I had to calm that storm. So, moving on, uh, that's unity's fourth principle, turning to God within. So, uh, let's go to, I have another one, and that is John 14, 27. 
John 14 and 27 says, let me get my other little paper here. 14 and 27 says, Jesus was experiencing his last will and testament. He was on the cross, and he said, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, but my peace I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Again, the operative word is heart. Heart. Heart has to be worked up. Sure. It won't be afraid if it is pure. No, it won't. Because it's not going to attract that. So, it's not going to attract that. So, uh, I love that particular scripture as well. So,
We are blessed that we have Faith back with us here in the choir. And she's going to share a very special song.
That is so, so beautiful. I'm so grateful to be here because I know that that song was handpicked for me to share with all of you mm. through the, a beautiful, beautiful voice backed up by the band. I'd like for you to, before I leave, just give all of the band a wonderful hand today. So now, I'm going to do the land. We're going to do the love offering blessing right now. So bring to mind what it is that uh, you feel led to give today for the love offering blessing. Gently close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Breathing in the consciousness of financial prosperity. And now let us open our eyes and affirm the love offering blessing together. Divine love, love through, through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. All right. So I know that Michael has some announcements for the giving announcements <laughs> to me. And I will come back after the giving announcements. Well, go back to that slide. I wasn't aware of the side, the announcements. So there's multiple ways to give. You can go to uh, our website at unityfh.com, and there's a donate button, and you can um, use a credit card or PayPal or a debit card. That's probably the best way to, to give. You can mail checks if you want to, payable to Unity of Farmington Hills, and send it to 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. Yeah. Oh, the Reverend Kelly was not here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we, we will also have an usher waiting at the door if you wanted to, to, to deposit a, a contribution today. And always remember that when you go uh, on Amazon and making your purchases, if you go to smile.amazon.com and you can link it to uh, Unity of Farmington Hills, Amazon actually donates a portion of your purchase amount to Unity of Farmington Hills. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Michael. So...
Let us stand up. We're going to do our virtual prayer circle. We're going to stay right where we are. And we uh, can gently close our eyes and take in a deep, deep breath. Bring forth the names of those you like uh, prayer for or to pray with. Even if it's you for prayer. Take a deep breath. Bring your attention down into your heart center. And God, God, as these names come forth in our mind and we speak them out into the virtual prayer circle, knowing that you are touching their hearts, their minds, their souls, and their bodies, that you are transforming their lives and their consciousnesses. Right now, right now, Lord, to bring forth the blessings you have in store for them. Thank you, God, for your mighty gift of love that loves them and loves us. Thank you, God, for blessing Reverend Kelly right where she is. Thank you, God, for blessing unity of Farmington Hills and the world. And so it is. Now, let us affirm our prayer for protection. Together, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And yes, now for our peace song. <laughs> Love you. All right. Have a great week.